Hi, I'm Barbara Selig Brown from Stress-Free Cooking, and here we are again at Jacob Javits at the Fancy Food Show in New York City, and I have a very, very special guest. I'm so honored to be meeting for the first time our new Italian Trade Commissioner here in New York City, Pier Paolo Celeste. As I said, he's the Italian Trade Commissioner and Executive Director for the USA, and I'm so happy that I'm finally getting a chance to meet you. I'm more excited than you are. Oh, <laughs> how nice of you. So one of the things that I've been very interested in is um, the Italian Dine-Out Week, because I know that Italian food is America's favorite cuisine over and above all other cuisines combined. And one of the things that I'm particularly interested in, in my cooking and my recipes, is authentic Italian ingredients. So I'm going to take a wild guess that the restaurants that you've selected and the reason for doing this is to help the public understand what authentic Italian food really tastes like? Absolutely. And uh, this is uh, the, the first time that we organize this Italian Dine Out. We wanted to give uh, um, uh, to give people who have been to Italy uh, a certain kind of uh, remembrance of uh, memories of because what they had. It's always fond memories of having been to Italy. Absolutely, and uh, but we have seen that we have been asked many times. Uh, places are always uh, uh, jointly and strictly combined with. Uh, memories of the food, of restaurants, and for example I've been asked uh, what's your favorite restaurants in small towns that I've never heard about. Yes. So il, there is a strong relation between a visit, a cultural visit, a business visit to Italy with food. So this is why we definitely know that food is a cultural thing. But the point is that Italian food makes you feel better. Italian food is healthy, and this is why uh, we push a lot uh, and uh, we fight when we see ingredients or uh, a special kind of uh, um, products that sounds Italian, they look Italian because maybe there is an Italian flag, Italian colors yes, on top. Yes, could and, be something misleading. And it's misleading. Yes. So we don't say that they are bad, we don't say that they don't taste good, we just say that they are not real. So il, this is something that really uh, makes us a little bit nervous about because probably it's not your best taste, but you can't say that the product is ugly or it, it's, a, it's a bad taste. So in that case, there is something that it's hidden in, in the label, something that it's hidden in, in the description of the products. And because we know how strictly the rules are in Italy in processing, in products, in descriptions, on the labels. Yes, and we've actually talked a lot on my show about the um, indicators that people exactly. should look for and the, exactly. the, the words and symbols that people should look for on the cheeses and the olive oils and things like that. And I think it's really nice that now they, our viewers get a chance to come Absolutely. into New York and to dine out and know that they're having as close to an authentic Italian experience as you can get without being in Italy. Exactly. And for someone, uh, as I said, that have, uh, that have been there, of course, it will be uh, to recall a memory. For someone to the, that uh, have not been there will be, uh, you know, an increasing expectation and something that they will find. And maybe encourage there. them to want to take a trip to Italy. Absolutely, absolutely. This is what, uh, uh, what we, we hope.
of course. And I think it's really wonderful, too, that when you've selected the restaurants, you've tried to get a cross-section of all the different regions, because I think yeah. one really important thing for our viewers to know is that the food does change dramatically as you go through the country of Italy. So here's an opportunity to learn a little bit about, a little bit more about that. And also, what we're going to do, if you stay with us, we're going to go visit some of these restaurants and go behind the scenes and learn how they make their authentic specialty dishes. So Good. please come with us. And thank you so much for joining You're me. Very welcome. I know you've been very busy here at the food show, and I'm honored that you had a few minutes. We have uh, more than 300 companies, and uh, uh, it really has been a great experience. I mean, to walk through stands. Uh, and, uh, oh, I know. It's always wonderful. Absolutely. And it's the only exhibition when uh, you see people happy and chewing when they <laughs> visit it. And so it's, uh, it's okay to it talk with your mouth full here. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Thank you very thank much. You so thank much. you so much. Thank you. Welcome back. Buongiorno. I'm here in New York City in honor of Italian Dine Out Restaurant Week at Cerco Restaurant. And Italian Dine Out Week is presented by the Italian Trade Commission. So we are on a mission to find authentic Italian food here in New York City. And I'd like to introduce you to my guest, Chef Alfio Longo. Buongiorno. Morning, everyone. Thank you for coming. Thank you for today? having us, I should say. It's my pleasure. It's completely my pleasure. Absolutely. And Chef is going to make us a dish that has been yeah. a staple in the restaurant for 17 years. That's correct. Many years. It's been part of the menu since we're opening in 1996. So it's almost 20 years, 17 years. That's, be, and that's admirable be. because uh, dishes don't always last that long. We always keep the same uh, recipe. We import the ricotta cheese twice a week from Italy. Because it's from the buffalo? Yeah, from, the, from that kind of uh, area. Yes. So we import and then we execute here the recipe in New York City. So we found the spinach, of course, from here. And then we just, uh, we make our ravioli and then we serve with a, a butter and sage, a touch of extra virgin olive oil, a good black pepper. And uh, so that's what we do. Okay, we're going to cook the ravioli first, Barbara. Okay, I have my ravioli ready here. So we've already made the homemade ravioli Homemade here. ravioli we do here. We cook the ravioli. We cook like for three, four minutes. So we have nice cold butter. Yeah, we have butter. Unsalted butter, yes. Unsalted butter, regular butter. That way we can control the salt ourselves. So we put the butter. So we melt the butter. Yeah. After we put a little bit of vegetable stock that I have over here. Okay. Okay, Some again. Vegetable yeah, stock. it's a vegetarian dish. So just a little bit. So that was what, about a quarter of a cup? Yeah, a quarter of a cup. A quarter of a cup. So we give it like a creamy consistency. Gives it a lighter consistency. Yeah, light, really consistency, yep. not much. Okay. And you salt. want the, the fresh sage first? The fresh sage, correct. Okay. We give a nice, nice, you know, fresh flavor on the dish. So we have our sauce, we melt it. Very simple. Okay. So our ravioli, Barbara, they are ready. Simple. Yeah. I love that we can see the filling so clearly because the pasta is so thin and light. Yeah. And this is a very quick dish. Yeah, it's good to do this. It's very... it's very quick, so it's a great after-work dish. If you don't have time to come to Cherco, you can make this at home after work. Yeah, our ravioli, they are ready. Also, we put some Parmigiano-Reggiano. It doesn't come in a blue box. <laughs> no, it comes in the whole wheel, actually. It comes in the whole wheel. Very heavy. <laughs> so then we put some black pepper. Black pepper? Yeah. Pepper milk? Yeah. Pepe? Pepe. And then we need some extra virgin olive oil. Extra our version? our own brand, extra virgin olive oil. Oh, I guess this is absolutely wonderful. Yeah, this is our Castellari. It's coming from Canti area as well. So we put just a little bit. 
Okay? Beautiful. Thank you very much. And then the plate is ready to plate. 24 months. It's beautiful. This is a beautiful plate. So now we're going to move on to the dining room and give it a taste. So not only am I lucky enough to taste these beautiful ravioli with Chef Alfio, I'm also joined by Marco Maccioni, the son of Sirio Maccioni, the founder of the Le Cirque Restaurant Group. So welcome. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to join us. Well, it's our pleasure, and I'm the lucky one since my family is at other venues, so oh, it's great. a pleasure to be here with you. Well, thank you very much. Well, this okay. is the moment we've been waiting for. For the ravioli. Shall we? <laughs> for the ravioli. Yeah. Okay. Why not? <laughs> we call these Aegis ravioli because it's basically, uh, it is a traditional pura sabia that is found uh, typically in our area. But my mother coming from a family of wonderful cooks, my grandfather was the town baker in Montecatini. She learned at a very young age uh, how to cook from her grandmother from Bologna and her other grandmother from Tuscany and took all this knowledge and tradition that they handed down to her and put it to good use to us as young kids at the table. Chef, this is absolutely an amazing dish. The pasta is so light, the cheese is so delicious, so fresh. Yeah, all the ingredients that we use here, the, the, the ricotta come from Italy two times a week. And we make our ravioli every day, I can easily say fresh. I want to thank you for watching. I want to thank Marco for joining us. Thank, thank you. you, Chef. This is amazing. I can't wait to make this at home for my family because we live a little outside of the city. I want to give you something. Okay? This recipe you can find on the book. Oh, great. Well, Mama Age book. The family cookbook. Family cookbook. For me, it's Mama Age, of course. And uh, it's where we, there is our um, classic recipe, uh, signature recipe on there. So. Right. Buon appetito. Buon appetito. So we're here now at Macelleria in honor of New York Italian Dine Out Restaurant Week, presented by the Italian Trade Commission, and I'm with Chef Diego Bigucci. This I wanted to make sure I said that right to, to honor him for his talent and also for having us here. So thank you very much for agreeing to give us a demonstration on we're going to make fettuccine bolognese. Diego is from Bologna in Emilia-Romagna, and he's going to show us an authentic bolognese sauce. One of the reasons why we're making this dish is for you at home to enjoy the bolognese sauce on fettuccine, which is simple, but at the restaurant you can come and you can have Diego's lasagna bolognese, which takes a lot of time to prepare. So for that you'll want to come to Macelleria and at home you'll want to enjoy the bolognese with the homemade fettuccine. So, let's talk about pasta. Okay, we make uh, the original pasta. We use uh, semolina flour, uh, farina zero is coming from Italy, is imported. It's imported, and that's really important because we're talking about coming to restaurants during this Italian dine-out that use authentic Italian products. So yes, that is actually a perfect exactly. example. And the, today we make the pasta with spinach, so we mix the eggs with the spinach, and we add the two kind of flour. It's a beautiful color. Thank you. You're now gonna make the pasta, the machine. Okay. I'm gonna show you. And how does this? How should this feel? Very smooth. Yes, it yes. needed to be not smooth. Not sticky. Not sticky, but not too smooth because the pasta I put the semolina, so is uh, is like more uh, not really. 
shine, you know, in, because shine. when you cook, you need to keep the sauce with the pasta. Though this is feeling. So you want the pasta to, to be not quite so smooth, so that the yes. sauce doesn't slide off. The, exactly, oh, exactly. That's perfect. a great tip. Yes. That's a big rolling pin too. <laughs> Now, now, yes, now we use the machine for it to be a little faster. Very nice. And you keep changing the width of the rollers, so each time the pasta comes thinner? Yes, exactly. I think it's like this is perfect. That's perfect. That's about, what, 12 inches long, I'd say? Yes, 12 yeah. inches. I put a little fat set for the flower so it doesn't stick. So you're going to cut that by hand? Yes. Oh, wow. That makes it even more special, hand-cut pasta. Beautiful. Beautiful. Very, very nice. So, Diego, let's take this perfectly cut pasta upstairs, cook it, and make our bolognese sauce. So, I'm so excited that Diego is going to teach me how to make bolognese because it's one of my family's favorite sauces. And um, I'm going to learn from the master from Bologna. So, sure. Agora. Then we're going to make prepare the bolognese sauce. I put a little extra virgin olive oil. Extra virgin olive oil. I'm going to add the celery, onion, carrot, chop. It's beautifully little. prepared. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so, um, while those celery, onions, and carrots are yes. almost ready? Almost ready. I leave a little saute, not too much, not to give uh, the color. I'm going to add the meat. This is meat. So that's dry-aged sirloin ground wow. for the bolognese sauce. Yes. This is going to be really terrific. It's very special. So now we're going to let this cook for how long? How long? Up to when the meat, there is a... One nice and caramelized, nice and brown. Yes, there is a funny expression in Italy. You say when the meat starts to make the love with the pan. So when to make to stick when in the, the pan. When the meat makes love with the pan, yeah. meaning it's Sticking. Well, I like that. This, this Can is I the use price. that? Sure. Oh, thank you. <laughs> when it starts to be sticky, I put the red wine, just a, a just little. a little bit of red wine. Some. It'll help deglaze, and the meat will fall out of love. Perfect. When the wine is evaporated, I put the... Plum tomatoes? Tom, yes, plum tomato, Italian plum tomato. I mix it before. So, one more thing goes in here? Yes, we miss just a little salt. A little salt, okay. Bring out the flavors. Yes. Perfect. So we would let this simmer two or three hours. But in the meantime, we have to cook that beautiful spinach fettuccine. So into the bolognese we go with the pasta. What a gorgeous color. That is beautiful. Okay, this is done. Beautiful. That is a finishing touch, cleaning the plate, making it look extra special. Chef Diego, thank you so much for this lesson in bolognese and the spinach pasta. It is so beautiful. It smells delicious. I can't wait to go to the table and taste. I'm joined at the table right now by the 
father-daughter owner team of Machaleria. And this is Violetta Bitici. Yes. And her dad, Sergio Bitici. And I've just had so much fun here today. Thank you Thank so you much for well. having us. And uh, Violetta, I'd love it if you'd walk us through the oh, dishes sure. that we have sure. on the table. First of all, thanks for coming. And oh, my pleasure. Chef Diego. Chef Diego's from, Bolo from Bologna, so we'd like to celebrate the Bolognese. Machleria means uh, butcher shop in Italian, and uh, we're known for our beef. So we make our Bolognese with our prime dried beef, and uh, as an Italian butcher shop, we celebrate pasta. So we've got the fettuccine Bolognese, which you made. And, and you know, actually, make. it just occurred to me that since steakhouses normally serve cream spinach, we're having spinach pasta instead of the cream spinach. Well, we sneak in the vegetables. So that's <laughs> great. That's a great way to handle that. Thank you. And this looks like a magnificent Whoa. dish. This is Chef Diego's uh, grandmother's recipe, the lasagna bolognese, and um, it's a traditional bolognese but with bechamel, and it's a very hearty dish. And perfect for the fall or it's winter. It's very hearty and there's several steps, so that would be a great reason to come to Machaleria to enjoy this beautiful dish. But if you want the bolognese, you make the quick bolognese at home and you enjoy it on a simpler pasta. Thank you so very much Thank for having you. me today. Thanks to Chef Diego for giving me a cooking lesson. Cheers, Cheers Dad. <laughs> So here we are in the kitchen of Barbetta Restaurant, one of the oldest running restaurants in New York City, continuously running restaurants, Italian restaurants, and it's so well regarded, and I am feeling so lucky to be here with Chef Abdul Bepti, who is the executive chef here at Barbetta, and he's going to show me how to make authentic pesto in the Genovese style. Chef Abdul, I can't thank you enough for being my guest today on Stress-Free Cooking. This is a real treat because I know you're going to tell us things about pesto that our home cooks don't know. So when they don't have time to come to Barbetta for authentic Genovese pesto, what they can do is try and copy your recipe at home, which will be lots of fun for them as well. Yeah, it's very easy to make. All you have to do is, uh, you know, you got some basil. Have Just the right ingredients. Right ingredients. And all you have to do is a like blanch of basil that you okay. take over. So go ahead. On the red so blanching the basil. Blanching the basil so that way it doesn't turn dark doesn't, when you pour it in the blender. It doesn't turn black because basil blackens so easily. So easy, especially when you pour it in the blender. Thank you. That is a great tip. So blanch it for just a minute. Just a minute. So we're just going to strain the water out. Pour it in the ice bath. Okay, and then so blanch Let the it, basil one minute. Yeah, Strain minute. it, put it in the ice bath. See, this is ice bath, it's already cold. Keeps no? the color. Keeps the color. Stops look, it nice from and green. cooking. Stops it from cooking. Perfect. You just strain the water out. Okay. Make sure you squeeze the excess water out squeeze a little bit. Squeeze all the excess water, water out. Water you pour in the okay. blender. Now all you have to do is uh, some pinoli nuts. Pinoli. Got some uh, pecorino cheese. Pecorino, okay, sheep's milk bit. cheese. Pecora is the sheep. Yeah, this is very zesty. Yes. Right. I got parmigiano reggiano. Perfect. Okay. Got a little garlic. A little bit of garlic, maybe what, two cloves? Two cloves for this amount. Fresh garlic. Fresh garlic, okay. has to be fresh, no powder. Okay, we put a little bit of... A little bit of extra virgin extra olive oil. Extra oil. We start From the machine Italy, first. Of course. Of course. <laughs> because has we're using be. authentic Italian ingredients here. And that's it. That's it. Done. Finito. Stress-free. Stress-free. <laughs>
But the secret is the secret is that you're going to mix this with ingredients that not yeah. all of us know about. Exactly. And then Geneva, they use the fresh green beans and, and potato. Oh, okay. So oh, look at that julienne. beautiful julienne. And we cook the pasta cook because the if pasta. you have that. And isn't one of the biggest mistakes we make at home not using enough water? Not enough water because evaporates and the pasta sucks the water a little bit. And then and the then pasta doesn't dance in the pot. Exactly. Right. You have to make sure that you, you put it in with the plenty of water, a little touch of salt and uh, water. And Over the salt. here we have the wow. pasta machine. Now isn't that nice? Exactly. <laughs> so, if people are making pesto at home, they want to have the water boiling before water, they start yeah. the pot pesto. Yeah, before you put the pasta inside the water, you have to have it nice a and boiled. A big boil. rolling boil. Exactly, and then you have to add a little touch of salt. Touch of salt. Little touch of oil, so the pasta gets some flavor. So, so this is the pasta that's ready. And then the same pasta, water pasta, if you have a, you got your stream beans, so green beans and the raw potato. And your potato, potato and you can blanch them and in the same. And you blanch it in the pasta water. Perfect. The pasta water. If you have a strainer, so one pot. One pot dish. That's it. We um, have our pasta inside. Pasta's cooking. So you don't uh, have to overheat up the pot. The okay. Sauté pan. So you're just really warming it a little warming bit to take the chill off? Warming it up a little bit, yeah. Okay. That pesto is beautiful. Look. The color is, may I? Yeah. The color is beautiful. Mmm. Oh. Mm. So fresh and fragrant. Yeah, you put it. Uh, you got your pasta with the string. Oh, look at that! With yes. Potato How and pretty. everything. So really, a minute or two. Minutes. Minute or two when the water is boiling. And the pasta, you got a min and minimum two and a half minutes. And don't make sure the water is boiling. It will not come to a boil exactly. once you put the pasta in it. Yeah. A little water from the, the pasta is not going to kill that's it. That's right. Either. Yes, right see, that's a nice way to do that. So that, that adds a little bit of flavor and richness to the pesto. To the pesto. There you go. The color is exquisite. It's nice green. Yes. They add a little bit of cheese. A little bit more This is pecorino the cheese. pecorino, the sheep's milk cheese. Then we got a little parmesan over here. And you didn't add any salt because the no, cheese because the can cheese, be salty. But yeah, very salty. We gotta mix this a little plate, huh? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that looks so beautiful. And if you really like, you can add some uh, pinolis on pinoli top. Pinoli nuts in the top. I love pinoli nuts. I can't wait to taste this. It's mm, so. Sorry. Beautiful, and it smells so wonderful. Oh my God. <laughs> Best pesto ever. Chef Abdul Septi, thank you so much for having me thank here you in your kitchen in Barbetta. This has been a great experience. Not everyone gets to have this kind of experience. I am so lucky. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Stress-Free Cooking, where we've enjoyed the great restaurants of New York City during Italian Dine Out, sponsored and presented by the Italian Trade Commission.